0: So Dennis, uh, <laughs> so Dennis, are like, what the f-? <laughs>
1: <laughs> too close.
0: Yeah. I want to sound like Antonio Banderas, <laughs> but the cat from Shrek, like, that's what I think no, about. I'm not
1: going to lie. I've never seen Shrek.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem, man. <laughs> we just lost like a lot of viewers cause you didn't see Shrek. Bienvenidos a Friends Who Design, un podcast de diseño. Yo soy Dennis Camacho.
1: El soy John Angelo.
0: <laughs> We're going to get a whole new crowd now. <laughs> um, so welcome to Friends Who Design. This is a podcast about UX and product design. You already know. Um, so what's today's episode about? Can you say it in Spanish though?
1: No idea. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm not even sure what I said earlier. I just kind of like, you know, use the social cues to repeat after you and figure out like maybe that Soy means that I am. I don't know. Well, S like and. and so I wish I had I. a I. I like know, a yeah. camera
0: on your face <laughs> at the time that I said that because you're just like, wait, what where am I? And it is yeah. super late at night, right? It's like really late at night. Yes, we're yes. recording a
1: podcast. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Then it speaks a lot of Spanish to me later. <laughs> randomly. Yeah. And I just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> do you like tacos? Joking. I speak Italian, so it's not like that much. Yeah. Different. So you knew. You knew yeah. what it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what's today's episode about?
1: So today's episode is about our favorite designs. Yes. And uh, coming into this episode, I actually was thinking our favorite designs of all time. Um, but <laughs> we actually are going to break it down just for like you know simplicity purposes, right? And do more so our favorite designs of now, yeah. and then perhaps later we'll do another episode of our favorite designs of yesterday yeah. yeah so today and yesterday yeah
0: sounds awesome so yeah. let's go so, i'll let you go first yeah and tell me one of your favorite products of today
1: all right so i had to keep it real in what keep my favorite real, product of today is Boy. my favorite product today undeniably without a doubt without any thought is the iphone Ooh. yeah Everyone says, oh, that's so obvious. But it's so obvious because it's so obvious. Like, it's it's the iPhone. Yes. Like, what one device do I use the most? What one device has changed my life the most? Yeah. What one design drives my career, literally? Oh, my goodness, yes. It is the iPhone. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, I I can incorporate other, you know, phones with it. But, you know, that was the one that really changed the industry. So, the iPhone. Do I even have to describe why? Like, can I just leave this as the iPhone? Boom. (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) So for the people who don't know what an iPhone
1: is. Yeah. So the iPhone was uh released in uh, 2007. Yes. You know what's an iconic product when you remember exactly, you know where you were and what year the product was released in, yeah. you know. It was, uh, 2007 it's a January, you know, I was uh sitting in front of the fireplace and uh Steve Jobs walked up to the stage <laughs> and he was like, "I have this device. That's a phone. It's the internet." And it's music. Boom. And then he kept on repeating it over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this dude talking about? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no one wants this. Yeah. And I see it. And I'm just like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. in love. What is this? This mm-hmm. is my dream device from Star Trek. Like- I um, need it. Um, I was like, you know what, classic uh, meme. Take my money now. Take my money. I was literally about that. I was like, I, Take you a- know, I was like, and it was pretty expensive back at that time. You know, uh, well, it's expensive it now, still technically. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but, how much how much you're getting
0: paid, but it still
1: is. Still is. I if my memory is correct, it was six hundred dollars upon release. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, I didn't really have the salary for that back in that time. I was yeah. literally this is you know, two thousand seven. I was like right. one year into my real career. So it was like <laughs> you know, it wasn't like uh, We were making an intern feel, money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you my money. I this is yeah. I have a great feeling about this. Yeah so i was so excited i don't ever recall being that excited about any single thing ever. that's awesome super excited and it lived up to it it you know i uh i waited in line um
0: no because uh, yeah this Did before, you?
1: yeah this is before pre-ordering days so there's no pre-ordering of the first iphone you yeah. had to wait that crap out yeah so uh so i waited in line um i got the phone uh i uh paid full price for the six hundred dollars mm. and it's like it occupied my entire week. Wow. Yeah. I literally oh, yeah, took yeah. off a day of work. So sorry, guys. Um, I was working for government at that time. So, you know, things, you know I'm about to say, yeah, I, things weren't really changing that much.
0: <laughs> so. That's super cool. That, that's a cool story. Because for me, when I, I had the same experience, although I was like, ah, this thing doesn't seem right just yet. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't get the first iPhone. Um, oh. I, I wasn't. I wasn't that intrigued. Yeah. Yet. What,
1: what phone were you using during that time? I don't remember. No.
0: That, that's how bad it was. Like I don't remember <laughs> no.
1: what phone it was. Mine was actually uh, Nokia. I don't remember the motto. And in fact, it's probably it, pretty much everyone in America, it, right? It was <laughs> a so Nokia. It was either a Nokia or a black- or Blackberry. Berry, yeah. Um, black I was really
0: big into Blackberry, to the Blackberry Bold and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't really into the iPhone yet. I, I just wasn't sold on it yet. See, I, I was sold on the music aspect, mm-hmm. but the whole phone and internet, I was just like, come on, come on. I oh, don't want to So I had a Nokia
1: in. for personal use, and I also had a Blackberry for work use. And I hated my BlackBerry actually, and I was one of the few like that um, because one um, something about the interface and the just overall experience yeah. just gave like a, a feeling of stress. You know, oh, really? yeah. When wow. I think of my, my BlackBerry, even like, when I picture it now, just picture the stress mm-hmm. I had from uh, from that and the input and all of that sort. That's interesting. So yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. I knew like, you know, if it wasn't for work, I would never use one of these for personal use, even oh, wow. if my Nokia so is vastly under feature. So maybe the stress feature.
0: aspect of it yeah. came from the work side.
1: Well, oh, no, not exactly. Because I mean, it's just like, you know, the, the it, part of it was that, yes. But the other part is just the how more complicated it was to do things like sure. you know, browsing yeah. email and whatnot on that compared to what it was like doing it on your computer on your your computer but you know but you know jobs you know even still now you know kind of expected you to right you know keep up to date with everything via this method even if you're out and about and whatnot right and so i I just remember comparing the experience you know because right now in this day and age there are times when the mobile experience in fact most times the mobile Mm -hmm. experience it's way better than the desktop experience yeah you know um for me personally even with things like mail some people mail is usually the exception where people say no i prefer checking mail email on my uh, computer versus my phone no i actually yeah it's way more efficient for me on my phone swipe things away in an instant uh even like you know just quickly shooting things off you know i tend to overthink things a lot when i Mm. you know when so that's interesting maybe
0: we can do an episode on those experiences like yeah. uh iphone or just phone in general versus like a, a yeah. computer yeah that'd be really interesting
1: i guess it's my turn yeah what's your favorite product all right so oh, man and it, in light of what we're you know i started with hardware so hopefully yeah. you can start off with an you know industrial design <laughs> hardware type of
0: so so for me um this is so nerdy dude <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's nerdy but my cool points is just gonna go down uh for me it's a tea maker Specifically the Breville tea maker. Okay, yeah, I
1: didn't see this. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so um Breville, the company, has a one touch tea maker. Um I'm not gonna tell you how much it is because it's pretty expensive for a tea maker. <laughs> but what it does, um it it does lots of things. So one of the things is if you like a loose leaf tea, there's a basket within it and it'll drop into the water, so it'll you know absorb the tea. And then the basket will lift up from the bottom to the top to remove itself from the water so that it doesn't, like, oversteep or something, right? Oh,
1: nice. It's really convenient. I am uh, a huge cool. tea drinker myself. I'm very obsessed with tea. In fact, it's hard for me to go through a presentation without a tea metaphor. And uh, one thing I can say is there have been plenty of times where I have forgotten <laughs> to pull my tea bag exactly, out and get right? that proper amount of, yeah, you know, life is full of distractions.
0: So that's one thing I love. Um, and by the way, think a side note, John brought me some hibiscus tea from Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was super dope, but there's also this auto start, uh, feature. So you can set the timer to start like at a specific time in the morning. So you can have your, your basket up there right above the water all night long. And then at the right time, it'll sink down and you know, the tea starts, you know, happening. Right. The other thing that I love is this uh, keep warm feature Mm. so you can keep the tea warm for up to 60 minutes after it's already been made. So the water just stays boiling warm to Mm. that specific temperature assigned to that tea. So if it's green tea, it'll be mm-hmm. a certain temperature. If it's black tea, it'll be a certain temperature.
1: Get that 190 for oolong.
0: Exactly. <laughs> get that 205 <laughs> for the Earl Grey. Um, you guys should look at the back of your uh, tea bags <laughs> to know what Check we're those talking tea about. tea bags. You
1: need to get the temperature so
0: right. So in, in a sense, uh, it's kind of silly to, to think about it, but this product because I drink tea all the time and, and it it also takes one step further. It wasn't just this tea maker, but there was this aspect of learning a little bit more about how tea should be made, right? Like mm-hmm. the timing and, and the steeping and, yeah, and right. all the temperature. So and to take it one step further, there's actual like, you know, buttons. It's an interface on the tea. Um and you can select what kind of tea it is. So if it's oolong or green tea or something, you'll hit the green tea and it'll put it in the right temperature for you.
1: So that's my first product that I love. That's incredible. That's I'm surprised I've never heard of this product before. Yeah, and it's like, amazing. why have you not told me about this? <laughs> You've probably <laughs> seen it before. It's in the kitchen. Um, yeah,
0: but it, it's it, it's amazing. If you're a tea fan, such as myself, um, or if you like to make um, you know, coffee you can still set the temperature to the the water temperature to whatever you want. Right. So that water temperature can be set to whatever you like.
1: Dennis it's over here giving me like Limpton tea bags when I come over oh, saving a good stuff for himself. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah
0: that's, that's my stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, that's my first product.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: That's so incredible. yeah. Tell me an- another one of
1: yours. So let's move it over from hardware to software. So, you know in the spirit of keeping it <laughs> as cliche as humanly possible but also very real favorite software ios you know it you know companion to the iphone <laughs> uh, i tried my best not to dive too much into ios and uh, when talking about the iphone but the actual software itself the you know the marrying mm-hmm. of that software to that hardware and you know i'm I mostly you know given it the reputation of what it was when it first released compared to everything else Right. You know, compared to my Nokia, you know, interface, I don't even know what the OS was called back then for Nokia yeah. to BlackBerry. BlackBerry caused much frustration for me yeah. personally, but, you know, there are plenty of people who swore by it. But I just couldn't like it just, you know, I had a very high standard for my interfaces and that wasn't it. Um, but uh, sorry, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, entire Canada. Sorry, Drake. No,
0: no, no. Oh, yeah. God, yeah,
1: God, yeah. So uh, iOS was, you know, obviously revolutionary. It changed everything yeah, for me. And, um, you know, I never had so much excitement and joy using a device, using an interface. Um, and uh, things just felt easy. Things just felt, you know, it provided that emotion to design. You know, it helped me to recapture some of those moments that I had, you know, and, and uh, with devices, you know, back in the day, you know, earliest moment being probably Nintendo NES and whatnot, where I was just like, wow, just, I'm excited just to turn this thing on. And use it much less you know doing work on it you know checking my email on it it just changed everything it made me a more productive person mm-hmm. and it inspired so much uh you know uh, so many uh just a reshifting of my career in some aspects you know that's the around the time i actually started shifting from being a um well, mostly engineer front-end engineer mm-hmm. to uh interaction design mm-hmm. because yeah. one ux did not become very mature yeah. and two uh, yeah into that time. It was it's technically a thing. Then, now. But yeah, but yeah, we're right? like you weren't hearing people talking about UX yeah. before the iPhone. Yeah. You know, very much. Especially not outside of like, you know, Silicon Valley. Yeah. You know, so uh not in so, Northern yeah, Virginia. So it helped reshape my career. It helped reshape all of our careers, you know. Absolutely. This you know, by itself, this one product, this one software, you know, built this industry in my opinion, uh and you know, in some respect. So uh, that's why I have to have that at the top of my list when keeping it real. Real Now, moving on to a specific application, you know, it's hard, uh, but I also have to go iOS. You know, uh, I'll just name a few. I'm not going to really deep dive into them. Uh, Favorite applications, camera. Mm. Um, You know, simple, got the job done and was amazing. It created an amazing experience for taking pictures. So shout out to Mike Mattis there, one of my favorite designers who designed that. Um, messages for iOS. Can you remember yeah. what it was like sending text messages before messages? You know, can you remember was, just like it, yeah? It, take it a pause. It was like
0: it was beautiful and ugly at the same time, which mm-hmm. is weird. Beautiful in the sense, uh, thinking of communicating with someone else via this is via like a device, kind of mm-hmm. beautiful. Ugly in the sense that it was frustrating. Yeah, it was really hard to do.
1: Yeah, your for your average like Nokia phones, for example, and this yeah. kind of dies into hardware. But you're using a numpad. And yeah. like, you know, and triple, you know, clicking, you know, if you wanted to get that letter C, you were tapping that button a few times. <laughs> tapping and, that button. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you this you know, guesswork going on to help things out. You know, mm-hmm. thank you, Nokia or whoever came up with that concept, but still right. it was not an efficient process. The conversation Agreed. views didn't really exist, you know, in an efficient way. Right. So um, those little bubbles, those little green and white bubbles, <laughs> uh, you know, back in the day, I know, you know, the most, oh, you know, if your iPhone iPhone is blue now, but like those, you know, those very heavily uh, bubbly uh, shiny you know bubbles that existed back then were magical
0: but the feeling after that horrible experience yeah uh very nice
1: yeah it's such it was like such a dramatic turnaround like these days when you see you know improvements like industry level improvements in design it's so incremental Mm -hmm. you know we're very much in an incremental phase of like you know design and whatnot but the change going from what was to what is now with mobile was so dramatic
0: mm-hmm. that
1: it was just like, wow, yeah, good job Apple, you know, <laughs> good job right. Safari. My goodness gracious, I could talk forever about the innovations of Safari, and um, you know Google Maps. You know, uh, I mean, Google I could talk maps. about GPS and maps to begin yeah. with too. Because that's Let's so talk about that Map by quest. itself, yeah. Can yeah, we talk quest. about yes. MapQuest? Yes. I literally almost Map put MapQuest Map down. My life. Yes, I almost I put that be down. Kidding. I used to print. Directions. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. From MapQuest. Me too. There were times where I'd have like, you know, at least like eight pages in my hands of like, you know, going <laughs> from like going? Yeah, yeah, going from like Virginia to Maryland, you, you know, a tr- long route, bro. <laughs> I'll give a quick shout out to Tom WebOS. Oh my god. That even before, you know, IOS that got the gears going. That was one Matias, of my favorite things. Matias Duarte. Matias Duarte. He holds a special place in my heart Woo, for that alone. True
0: story. You mm-hmm. were with me mm-hmm. when I met Matias Duarte mm-hmm. for the first time oh, yeah, at re- Google I.O.
1: Yeah, when Dennis called out Matias for like a design faux pas in Android. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dennis, look, Hola. don't mess us up, okay? <laughs> you get one shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm as frank as they come. But like, right. you know, when our idol is in front of us, we're not going to criticize our <laughs> right. idol. But something. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> true story.
0: Before he went on stage. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan. You changed our life, Palm OS. I love you, man. Hug me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they introduced like, you know, the new uh at Google I os like the first dedicated design event. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a big Google I/O for design. Mm-hmm. Um, They go on stage. They talk about the OS at the time. And I just like I wasn't I wasn't very kind to their animations and to the motion. <laughs> I, I felt like yeah. it took too much time. Yeah, to it was to something very particular, too. Yeah. But I,
1: I admire Dennis for having the uh bravado to just be like, you know what? The way you guys are yeah. doing this is wrong, Mateus, to his face. <laughs> yeah, Everybody was up there, right? After like we John had this Wiley, magical everybody. fan moment to his face, it was like, you know what? I remember him clear as day. spotlight yeah. was on us. And he was like, yeah, how much animation are you going to do? you going to make the music app <laughs> kick, flip around, spin a few yeah. times, and then play the music? I like, what, to- are you do- what are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was so funny seeing him actually vocalize that right so after bad. that moment that we had. But, uh, but no. had to be said, right? It yeah. Yeah. Sad. But Mateus took it well, though, you know, yeah, he and danced so gracefully and gave a great response and whatnot. And you, you know mate. what? That animation went away. <laughs> it did go away. <laughs> I
0: think so, John looked at him like, oh, I told you, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was on stage too.
1: So Dennis, what's another one of your favorite products of today?
0: One of my favorite products is uh, Google Home. And we can also include um, the Amazon Echo and and Alexa and all Mm that. Um, I've always been fascinated with the idea of talking to the devices in your home. Um, I'm fascinated with thinking that the first interaction that we have as humans is a conversation, Uh, The way that I interact with you is through, you know, vocal channels of some sort or a conversational, right, um, aspect of it. There's that conversational aspect to it. Um, The idea of a human talking to a machine or a machine talking to a human or having a conversation with some sort of product, service, um, or machine at the end of the day um, is fascinating to me.
1: Dennis and I are both huge fans of the movie Her. Yeah, uh, this is a movie I've seen like four to six times or so, which is unusual for me, <laughs> but you know, I just love the way um, voice uh, interactions were portrayed uh, in that film. And uh, the one thing I love most about Home is the notion of having that voice interaction in you know in your home. Like yeah. I, I'm one of these people. I don't really use Siri much um, out yeah. and about. Um, the only times I really use it is when I'm in the privacy of my home because I still have this weird awkwardness of talking, you know, to devices out (laughs) loud, you know, I'm not going to be at work and be like, you know, Hey Siri, can you change the song? It just Mm -hmm. feels really weird to me. Or if I'm like on like, you know, a bar or some public space. Um, but when the echo first came out, Mm -hmm. I was really entranced. Yeah. I was surprised by how much i actually used it. i took a gamble mm-hmm. on it because you know when i first like saw amazon's product announcement I thought it was right. a joke Really, i was like okay yeah. guys got it immediately and i loved it i was like you know what what about this still to this day the one thing i say the most to it is um you know what's the weather today sure but you know or sometimes we'll ask for the time if i'm like in the shower or something yeah. and things of that sort or you know ask it to play music or not I, I i feel like i don't really maximize it uh, like some other people do. Right. Um, I, I do use it to to change to control like home. I, I guess I use it a whole lot more yeah, than I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is a good thing when you don't notice it. By the way, as a side note, one of the things that made it hard for me to really compose a list of my favorite interfaces is because the ones that I enjoy the most are the ones I don't really notice that much. Yeah. Which comes down to yeah. lots of cores of great, you know, interface exactly. design. You know, the interfaces yeah. that are the best are the ones you don't notice.
0: That's the beauty of this um, this voice. Um, user experience, right? And when
1: I first used the X, shortly after I you know, found out that we had something going on that was in development at Google of the same variety. I like, put me on that. Yeah. I was at YouTube, so I didn't really have the bandwidth <laughs> to really uh do too much with it. It was like well, whatever I can do, put yeah. me on that because like that was mm-hmm. really exciting and and it's really it's really interesting it's problem to solve. Yeah. And in some ways, some aspects of it I do feel as you know, mm-hmm. Dennis feels even more stronger than I do yeah. about it will be the future of interfacing. I really do. Um yeah, I am yeah. still trying to get past the notion of how to, you know, handle that in a public, you know, sure. uh, persona because, sure. you know, realistically, much of your time throughout the day is with other people. Absolutely. And I, I just personally don't do that. Now, one thing I did notice, though, like, you know, from work, you know working with, you know, YouTube kids like the app, um, people in um, like my daughter's generation, their first interface experiences are involving like, you know, voice interaction. The yes. daughter uses the voice search on YouTube kids. Yeah, Those types of interactions are normal for them. There's something that right. those, uh, they're going to grow up with. And it, it maybe there maybe there won't be as much of an awkwardness about it with well, them as it, there is with back, us sometimes.
0: It goes back to that notion that as humans, conversation and, and talking is the first form of interaction, right? Yeah. So now we're well, in, we're now we're introducing like machines and, and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. naturally, and if we compare like VR, selling like VR to someone is pretty hard. I think. Right. Put put this helmet on over I your say, face and cover can, your eyes. We, we can we can and, and
1: should do an entire episode about this. <laughs> me, and, me and Dennis talk about VR all the time.
0: I have a strong feeling mm-hmm. that voice user interface products will definitely have a better opportunity at shining or 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 taking over a much bigger market than maybe VR and AR could ever uh, possibly do. With my Chromecast Ultra connected to my Samsung TV. I say, okay, Google, play Stranger Things on Netflix. Bam. So instead of me grabbing the crappy Apple remote control, going to, trying to figure out which way is is up, right? Of oh, the Apple remote. Yeah, me and, I don't Dennis, know which...
1: me and Dennis have like a, a regular hate fest about the yeah. new Apple TV remote control uh it's one of those examples where uh so, so bad. <laughs> tactile feedback is very much <laughs> desired <Haptic> feedback <laughs> Please, is dear god apple like uh, you know it's just it just doesn't really work out super so, well it looks very nice but it just oh god Oh god. and before we end this episode i want to give another shout out to some of my other favorite products that i didn't really have the time to mention the yes. nike fuel band ben shaper and his team i love that like you know it took me a long time to stop, you know, to stop wearing it, you know, it took Nike not making it anymore, and all my friends dropping off, and it dying. <laughs> yeah, I loved it too. I loved that design. It was yeah. just something just simple about it. It was really my introduction to actually wearing a wearable on a regular basis because I oh, really wasn't man. jumping on that train. before Shout that. out to
0: Casey Neistat too yeah. with that video. I don't uh, know if I, you ever seen that video. It, no. The the uh, uh, yeah. we'll so link I it
1: loved up. it. Like the you know, just the the color spectrums used to display. Uh. You know, this, this, you know, yeah, the simple single Dude, button.
0: We were both super sad when yeah. we heard the news, and, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that it was. You know, here's a crazy fact too. I bought the fuel band, yeah, for a grand total of eighteen different people through all yeah, the time that. of it yeah, yeah I remember that <laughs> 18 different people that is how yeah. much i like that product when you're when you like it so much so that it's your go-to gift because you want everybody to have this and to compete with everybody for fitness purposes Dude, we motivation should rock it. we should rock it again. i would but like mine doesn't work and i don't know how hard it would be to get another one from ebay or something but great product i loved it my favorite computer my favorite desktop computer was the imac g4 mm-hmm. you know it was the uh that was the one computer i was just like wow
0: I'm like what? Some people what? say that about
1: the colorful Macs, but I didn't really like those that much. <laughs> it was a little bit too, like, uh, I don't know, like neon for me. Yeah. But uh, the iMac G4 was like, wow, that put Johnny Ive on my map as like, you know, a design, you know, icon, inspiration mm-hmm. source. And like, I just was in love with that. My favorite computer ever did not want to let it go. Yeah. And I remember the ad when like it just let out the CD slot as like the tongue Ooh. out type of moment. My goodness gracious. Uh, the PlayStation controller. So iconic, you know, that it's technically still around in pretty much the same <laughs> form the same, that yeah. when I first used it for the PlayStation 1. Perfect way of, perfect interactions. It's like mm-hmm. the perfect handheld fit for me. Uh, everything about the controller for gaming is absolute perfection. So shout out to Tay Godo for that. So
0: for me, uh, really quickly, a couple other ones that I want to give a big shout out to. Sonos yeah um you know i was a big fan of sonos Playbar, the mm-hmm. subwoofer
1: and dennis convinced me to get a Sonos, so i was yeah, like i'm not paying it. that for that <laughs> no absolutely not it's worth it. but like you know dennis mentioned earlier i don't have to bother <laughs> it. you know i have so many i've had so many you know wireless speaker situations yeah. that require so much maintenance and constant mm-hmm. like you know fiddling around with it i don't even think about it it just works it very just well works
0: and really well um so i love it and at the end of the day it solves a big problem right so That's all for today's episode. If you have any questions for John and I, you should join our design community by following our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash friends who design. You can find me on Twitter at Dennis Camacho and make sure to search for my name, Dennis Camacho on LinkedIn. And where can he find you, John?
1: They can find me in the club. Oh. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> you can't find me in the club. That's actually the last place you'll find me, <laughs> even in my early 20s.
0: You can find me in the library.
1: You can find me on Twitter, uh, at John Angelo. Also, Facebook, at John Angelo. And on LinkedIn, at Johnny Angelo. Awesome. Also, my website is johnangelo.com, if you care to go there and see something I haven't updated in, like, three years. But, Yeah. <laughs> Our apologies to Johnny
0: Ive. We ran out of time again. Sorry, Johnny. Until next time. Cheers.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk about Star Wars, but yeah, I've missed a lot of theory. Yeah, pop culture.
0: It's it's like the person who has never seen Star Wars at a tech company. You know who it is, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Star Wars, dude. Luke, I'm your father, dude? (laughs) <laughs> That's the guy who never sees. Oh God!
1: I sent picture. I sent Dennis a picture of like this thing we had on the wall at Facebook of the Death Star with like mm-hmm. the Facebook notification thing, like uh, like inside of the globe, oh, yeah. just, and then we're like, like Five, But I swear to God, this thing was like sitting next to my desk for forever on the wall, and I had no idea what I was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> you was like, oh, is this a prototype? <laughs> is this a patent? Exactly, were they trying to draw here? <laughs>